This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Recently, I saw a tweet by an American rapper named DDG, and I mm. thought, this is, this is, I want to know what Will and Ryder think about this. <laughs> Would you rather know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Oh, God, I'm happy right? knowing that I'm never going to. Yeah, that's oh. wonderful for you. When <laughs> that sounds miserable how? for me, but when wonderful. or how? Yikes! All right, so if you know how you're going to die, you can prepare for whatever you know. Because if it's something awful, like right. you know, eaten by a shark, right? Okay, and you know Don't that that's going to happen. Well, but you can't, right? You can't avoid fate. That's the, that's right. part of the the the, the, idea. the stipulation here. So, yeah, I guess you could prepare for the how. I think I'd rather know how, because yeah. if it was bad, I'd like to prepare for that so I can like know that, oh, I'm going to be falling off a cliff and it's going to be, those are going to be the final moments and come to peace with that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. What I do, disagree. What? I think okay. I'd want to know when. Yeah. Because A, if it was something like, say, a car accident, then- Every time you, you have car, such a fear of being oh, in God, a car right. your whole, t you know, right? whereas if it's just when, then it's like I can prep what I need to do. You know, I think of was it three billboards 
where Woody Harrelson That's one of the had, worst movies I've ever seen in my entire but life. The, I'm not a fan of the movie. But, but the way it. he did his last day, where he was just like, he didn't let anyone know it was going to be his last day, mm-hmm. but he just had moments with his wife, had moments with his kids, and did what he had to do. There's something about that where it's like, I wouldn't tell anybody else probably mm-hmm. but i'd make sure i'd have moments with everybody that i wanted to have moments with but i wouldn't yeah, want to know how true. when yeah. yeah yeah i think i would want to know when for the same reason because i do think being a planner i'd want to know well let's figure out what on my quote-unquote bucket list are really important and how yeah. much time do i have to do those things and how can i maximize the amount of time like if my number one thing is time with my children or experiences with my children, I want to be able to start doing those things immediately. And also, I always love when you hear a story of like somebody who knew they were dying, they had a terminal illness or something, and they actually plan something out like for a letter to be delivered later or a message left behind after. And I think, man, I hope when it's my time, I feel decent enough because that's the really truly the worst part about when you're sick and you die is that you don't feel good enough to experience those things, you know, like you think you're going to want to do like, well, eat all the ice cream you want or do all that. And it's like, but the truth is you don't feel like eating. You're not going to do any of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You're not going to do any of those things. So I'd want to do those things while I still feel good. So, you know, that there are, there are websites that you can go plug in info and it'll tell you when you're going to die. Like if it, like statistically you can get really? like the date and the year. No, uh, yeah. I want to do this. Do oh, you? Cause then, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know, like exactly the year, like uh, 2060 something or whatever, I guess. And let's say 40 years from now. That's not a bad, you know, somewhere, somewhere between 2060 and 2080 we're talking is when we're going to go. Right. 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 2060. So, uh-huh. I, I was a heavy smoker and and probably didn't take care of myself. So I right. I'd be lucky if I make it to my eighties. So if I'm you knew that to. year, you can go. You know, you can start working backwards from that now and be like, all right, when is the? Uh, have you seen? We- speaking of that, have you seen the? It's one of my favorite things in the world, and so something that I would do. Have you seen the video? There was an Irish man who passed away, and right before he did, he recorded his voice. So as they're lowering the casket into the ground, it's his voice going, hey, let me out. It's dark in here. Oh, Come on. My, oh what are you gosh. guys doing? You're just standing around and everybody's trying to mourn, but they're laughing hysterically because it's actually his voice. <laughs> just go, Why are you still lowering me? Someone open a door. Like it was hysterically fun. And he did it on purpose so that. Everybody's right. just laughing, laughing hysterically. That's great. As they're trying to be there, but there's something so wonderful about that. Yes, I do love that. I also, I, I just was thinking about the flip side of it. Let's say you find out you're going to die in ten years. That then that year, just imagine oh, every day you're like, <laughs> it's like is it you'd this wake one? up in the morning and just be like, yeah, just be like. <laughs> And every time you do anything, you cross the street. Am I going to get in my car? Am I no, like, like, you'd have to know the exact stuff, moment. Like, you'd have to know the exact moment. You really? have to know, like, okay. yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. It, yeah. The same with how, like, because, yeah, I think you guys are right. If you knew just the how and it was something like trying right. down the stairs, I mean, right. how could you go through that? How do you ever walk without, downstairs? Right. Yeah. But exactly. then, isn't there, isn't there the philosophical argument then that you should live your life as if it's going to be tomorrow anyway? 
Sure, so you're telling sure. the people that you love that you love them. You're not wasting the time. You're, right. you know, they say that nobody, you know, nobody sat, uh, you know, was lying on their deathbed and saying, I wish I worked more. I wish I did this day. It's always, I wish I spent more time with my family. I wish I told this person that I love them. So, all right, guys, let's quit the podcast and just all start right. telling our families we love them. Well, we can do both. <laughs> this isn't work. I love this. I love it. And I love you both. I love yeah. you. I love you guys. We love each other. <laughs> Don't die. Please don't, please, don't please, don't please don't be today. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fishel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedel. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fishel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You're right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books, promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. 
Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. If you've listened to Pod Meets World since episode one, then you know there have been a handful of fellow child actors whose names repeatedly pop up, from Jonathan Taylor Thomas to writer's brother Shiloh to Andrew Keegan to Jason Marsden to Jenna Von Oy. While some of you listeners grew up amongst a high school clique, we had something kind of similar. And one member of that crew, a lifelong friend of writers, Larissa Olenek, was a vital mainstay. Larissa began her acting career on stage in a San Francisco-based touring production of Les Miserables, which should sound familiar because it's also where a young, baggy-pants-wearing former rollerblader from Sebastopol (laughs) started his journey to Hollywood as well. And after running around a theater willy-nilly and becoming besties with writer, she'd travel between Northern California and L.A. to audition for TV and movies, where she'd eventually land a role on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, and the rest is history. She turned parts in the Babysitter's Club and all that into iconic titular role on The Secret World of Alex Mack. And soon after, she'd be sharing the screen with a young Heath Ledger in the classic 10 Things I Hate About You. She was more recently seen with her own story arc in a little show called Mad Men and returned to family TV for Netflix's Aaron and Aaron in 2023. But today, none of that is important because we are focusing on her time as Sean's first love interest, Dana Pruitt, on the TGIF family sitcom Boy Meets World for season three's The Heart is a Lonely Hunter and Stormy Weather and an eventual return for season five. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the podcast, Ryder Strong's Bay Area boyhood bosom buddy, Larissa Olenek. (laughs) A lot of bees. A lot of very alliterative. Very alliterative. Alliteration. I love it. Meets world hat? I don't have a Boy Meets World hat. That is unbelievable. Was that the cast and crew gift for season three? I don't know. <laughs> you just Hi. had it. Hi. Hi. I'm so jealous you have that hat. I love That's it. That's awesome. That's so cool. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. We have heard so much about Les Mis on the podcast <laughs> and the important role that it played in both of your lives. So I want to know. What was nine-year-old lesbian Ryder Strong like? <laughs> it's mug. I love it. Got her lame oh Miss mug. Got a Boy Meets World hat and a lame Miss mug. Oh, oh part of me hopes you stole it. Drops. I <laughs> hope you stole it. Like, shield me from how vulnerable this is probably about to get. Um, nine-year-old Ryder Strong was, I think. <laughs> where are you right now, Ryder? I'm at my parents' house. Stop. Yeah, so I'm in the I'm in w- where my grandmother lived. So I'm in the the studio, the guest house. Um, oh so this is like God, the first window the that Shire. my dad, so the hap the the house is that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danielle's question was what was nine year old Ryder Strong like? Yes, what was nine year old thespian Ryder Strong like? like? And did you guys become instant friends? Um, I don't. I mean. The four of us were pretty inseparable because yeah. you know two girls, two boys around the same age. Um, it was all of our, I believe like first big things. Yeah. Um, I got the job because my godparents saw an ad in a newspaper. 
Right. And I was like, wow. this sounds cool. Let's go do this. Um, so fun. I think even, I don't know, Danielle, we can relate on this. I found my journal. <laughs> oh, no. I wish I had it with me. It's somewhere in my storage unit because I just wow. moved out of my mom. I just moved out of the house that I've been in, like similarly to the Shire, the house that I've been in my entire life that houses all the artifacts. Right. Um, so we just moved out of there, and I think it ended up in storage. But I definitely found my journal from when I was eight years old. Hell, spill wow. the tea. I was... I also had a very large crash. <gasps> oh, everyone with Ryder, just a crush Ryder, on Ryder Strong. No. You had to have known. No. Yes. No, not when, when we were on, when we were doing Late Miz. Yes. I guess so. You I guess remember so. me like forcing you to hold my hand. <laughs> we're going to have a good time right yes, away. Yes, let's jump into That's, it. I feel like there were moments, but there were times when like, we, we all like I remember we would all like admit that we had crushes on each other like there was a moment where like Sabrina and I were were, were both and I had a crush on each other and then that changed so I feel like it was just kid stuff yeah right. we were nine ten yeah and this was the, this but was you the thing forcing this, to hold this is what hand. I found in the journal that, I, <laughs> oh my God. that everything was like today I gave Ryder a handful of M&Ms and he didn't say thank you but when Sabrina right right oh what did Sabrina do I mean it's Sabrina and I were also very very close and I'm actually right. solid, like she and her Instagram friends writer like she Aww. also is, like seems exactly the same to me like you know yeah. we're just we're not like having a conversation but like we're in touch yeah. Um, but yeah it was, she and I were also very close but like I just I feel I, like I pretty much just spent that entire time um pining yeah desperately <laughs> Were you I also randomly in love with a guy named Dave <laughs> or David? What? That's what we found out in, in Danielle's journal. In She's journal. like, I loved Ryder and David. <laughs> and I didn't Actually, remember who David was. You don't know who it was? I didn't we at do the now, time, but, but now I realized it was David Letterman. Yeah, I was a weirdo. Letterman, so. I was a weirdo. Let's not go into my journal. So this is about it. you. Yeah. <laughs> this is about us, guys. Okay, us. All of us. Nice. You're right. Nice. And I love um, that very similarly, though, you did not hate Sabrina because I did not hate uh, no. Rachel. I I was like, man, Rachel's so cool and Ryder loves her so much. How can you hate Rachel? Rachel's <laughs> awesome. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm the most still friends too. with Rachel. <laughs> She's got the coolest style. She's so I pretty. I know. <laughs> I spent, I spent, I feel like I spent the majority of Les Mis and years afterwards just being like, <sighs> there he is. <laughs> Never to be mine. I actually refer to it as the Eponine narrative, like that I have sort of like continued to slot myself into in various different circumstances in my life. <laughs> Did you know he had a pony? Susie the pony, I don't remember. Okay. You okay. Don't remember. I remember okay. a lot of dogs, but I don't remember. I don't remember the pony. Did he no. ever give you a white rose? No. Okay. All right. Just these are just things I needed to know. Oh, well, he's basically married by the time he was twelve. I mean, when you <laughs> leading into this, I'm so curious because you seem warmed up. <laughs> how about how about I want to talk about nine year old Larissa because I feel like let's let's she was amazing. She was so talented. Like, and I remember like that was that was the thing about do, doing Les Mis at that age is like you knew which kids had something and like Larissa like immediately was just amazing a great singer a good actor and then like 
yeah, we stayed in touch. Was it? Did you start going to Bruce's class like right away, or like how did we keep acting around? Because I remember then going and doing acting class with you somewhere and being like, "Oh God, Larissa's amazing! Like so talented." And then, yeah. Uh, no, that I mean that that wasn't. I mean, I certainly didn't. Well, thank. I mean, I guess thank you. But same. Like I always, I. I always knew writer was good. Like it's, it's, it's just something, it's so funny that even at that age, I'm like, Oh, that kid's good. Um, and then, yeah, when we were in class, I think I just follow, I think my mom and I just followed you and your mom, wherever you guys went, basically it was like, Oh, you're going to this class. We'll go to that class. Oh, you have this agent now. We'll have that agent. Yeah. Well, that's what I I felt like we were on this journey together. Yeah. It was like our parents were helping each other and like navigate this crazy thing. Like, yeah. and I remember when my mom broke her leg, like your mom basically took care of her for yeah. six weeks at the Oakwoods. Oh, oh we were like, cause we were like this little Northern California crew of right. like actors and we yeah. like, no one knew what we were doing. Like n- our parents, like in retrospect, it's insane <laughs> how much they took on. And so like we were each other's family, like going down yeah. to LA and like doing this thing. And like, there was this constant check-in of like, are the kids okay? Are you okay? You know? And, yeah. But along, but that came from also, like, I know, like, for me, Larissa stood out as somebody, because there's a lot of kids doing this who you would watch an acting class and be like, okay, well, you're doing this because your mom wants you to, or your dad wants you to, or, you know, maybe there's not an animating talent here or something. Whereas, like, with Larissa, that was not the case. It was like, oh, this is a real actor, and this is somebody who's going to be doing this for the rest of their lives, and, like... I don't know. I think we found that in each other and our parents found each other. And like, it was just such a supportive, amazing uh, friendship to have moving into LA. I think our moms just talked on the phone very recently, Ryder. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it's like they were, they were definitely like each other's touchstones mm-hmm. for sure. I like, I remember that about Marla specifically too, that I was just like, yes. Ooh. Another NorCal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So talented. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ryder's, family they they help you get set up with an agent and that's obviously pretty easy because like writer mentioned you're an incredible talent so you get an agent and then you book the lead in the secret world of alex mack and you're just 12 years old were you then intimidated being the lead in a show at such a young age i mean the funny thing about that is that like we've been coming down for pilot season for at least two I think I booked Alex Mack when it was the, the August version of pilot season. Mm-hmm. So probably two and a half years at that point, and, which like two and a half years from nine to. Yeah. You're burnt out. Nine you're, and you're, nine you're washed up already. You're like, why hasn't this <laughs> happened yet? Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I said. I mean, about right, you had already, yeah. you had already gotten Boy Meets World. Yep. And um, like other people's careers were taking off. I did not get the part of Topanga. Which <gasps> you I auditioned. Part. You auditioned oh. for Topanga? Wow, I did not make it very this far. is huge. This is huge, though. Really, <laughs> I did not That's make huge. it very far. But I think I got a call back, and that yeah. was one of those that I was just in the back seat of the car with my mom, just like shoveling ice cream, being like, "It's over." <laughs> oh, no. You got a call back, and I didn't. Oh yeah. man! But you got the part, Daniel. <laughs> I know you got the part, kid. You got the wow. part. Person wow. got the part. The so right person cool. got the part. But yeah, no, I remember, like, I remember all of the heartbreak sort of leading up to it, or really just the the sense of, like, it's just the math of it all, which I think right. I, I still do, where it's like, you know, I'm like, well, it's been a second since I've booked something. It's either completely done for me or something's around the corner. Uh, mm. And that was sort of, like, how I went into that whole experience. And I think I was, at that point in my career, 
career as a 12 year old, mm-hmm. I think I was sort of ready to call it. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I got the show, but then, um, you know, as Natanya mentioned on her, I've listened to a lot of the episodes guys. It's been incredibly therapeutic. Let me tell you. Um, there, there was a big gap in between us doing the pilot and doing the first season, I think about a year at least. Wow. And there was a lot of shuffling. So I think with all of that, it just, the reality of it didn't really sink in. Honestly, it was just, kind of like, okay, we're shooting the pilot. We'll see if you get called back for the first season. We'll see if the first season does anything. We'll see. So, um, I don't know. I don't know that I felt the pressure of being the lead on a show until maybe later after we started doing press and stuff. And, um, uh, yeah, I I think I, at that point I was just sort of in the routine of it. Um, Mm -hmm in the routine of like cautiously optimistic, but right. preparing for the worst. Like, right. like well, yeah. you know, maybe I'll just go back to school. I don't know. Can anybody think of any other career ever where you can be jaded and like, I think I'm well, done with this at 12. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's, it's like, it's, it, maybe, yeah, maybe like if it is something, if you're, yeah. you're some sort of athletics, gymnastics, something like that, but to be in some kind of lifestyle where you are 11 or 12, you're in the routine of, be, I'm going to another audition. No, oh God, more disappointment. Yeah. I be, and even more agonizing than sports, because in sports there's measurable, quantifiable level me, like measures of success. Like, sure, oh, right. you can run faster than anybody. You've won so many games. Yeah. Whereas with acting, you could be slamming your head against the wall and have no talent, no yeah. no ability to book jobs, no way. Yeah. But you'll keep you have the passion. You keep trying. Yeah. So you're also constantly looking. You're seeking evidence of whether this is the right choice or not. Yeah. Some and sort of validation, some something. validation, yeah. right. something. And yeah. your parents are, you know, looking for that validation too, because they're committing their time and money and energy towards, Oh my God. Like, you know, so yeah, it, it does. It's, it's, it's a, it's an incredibly strange pressure to have as a yeah. teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember though, where you were when you found out you got the role? No. So you were, by that t- time, yeah, you were already like, well, I booked a job, but we'll see how this goes. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, th- I mean, I, I don't know if it was that extreme necessarily, but, you know, honestly, if we, if we really want to talk about it, there probably was some sort of like protective mechanism in me yeah. that like, you know, either knew not to get too excited because it might be disappointing, but maybe even more was like, oh, your life might change and better to, you know, dip, like ease into the water slowly. (laughs) And, and, you know, uh, uh, I I think that maybe there was some, some sort of intuition of, of like, oh, things are not going to be the same after this. And, uh, you know, best to, What's the word? Not, bur- not burn out, maybe. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Were your parents celebrating this for you? Was anybody in your life like thrilled <laughs> Judy. in this? Judy Savage. Judy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> we all love, we love Judy so much. Um, uh, yeah, no, my pa- I mean, I don't, I don't know. Both, uh, you know, I, Will, are both your parents lawyers? Or Yeah. Yeah. yeah so both oh, my yeah. parents are medicine. So yeah. they're just kind of like, okay. Yeah what is this thing that you're doing? Um, 
I really have no concept of what was actually happening until it completely started to ramp up. Right. And then when it did completely ramp up, were you then very excited about being the face of a hit show or did you, what were your feelings then? I honestly was really excited to get invited to Nickelodeon stuff because I think that started happening before we even aired. Mm -hmm. And so I got to go, I remember flying to New York, I mean, maybe for the first time for, remember when we did Upfronts? I think I did Upfronts. And um, I can't remember if the kids from all that, I don't know if all that was on yet, but like they were definitely a part of my whole Nickelodeon experience. But Melissa was definitely there. And I've talked about this before. I was like so excited to meet Melissa and like the shirt that she was wearing. I was like, ah, I have that same shirt from Express or whatever. <laughs> um, so she was just, she was just that much older than me that I, and at that particular age that I was just like, oh my God, I looked up to her so much. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, obvi- it's very clear that like our show would not have been successful had they not come first. Right. Um, so I think once that stuff started to happen, it, it sunk in. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And then we just went to yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's something so magical when you were a kid about working for Nickelodeon. Because yeah. I think I was 11 when I got my Nickelodeon show. And there is, you like, you're going to the studio, you're like, you're going to the offices and everything's bright. Yeah. And there was something so cool about that. The offices in New York were so fun. Everywhere yep. I went, I got Nickelodeon product. I had like yak yep. and slime and Floam, I think was a thing. <laughs> I like, remember Floam. I had all this stuff. And actually, I did find some of those things at my mom's house too. And I was like, these have disintegrated. It's time. You're <laughs> getting rid of those. <laughs> there are certain things that you're like, this does not feel good to the touch. This, will, <laughs> this is probably um, toxic. This yeah. is burning. This is now officially burning yeah, my that, hand. Yeah. That, that element of it, I was like, yeah. I think I just, I think I honestly was just overwhelmed. And then, like I'm saying, we just went to work. And I think talking again about Les Mis, that was really the thing that for me clicked in more than anything as a, as a kid, because I, listen, I will say for myself, I was not naturally good at this. I, I decided at a certain point to be good at this because I liked the experience. I mean, sure. I have some natural, whatever, but like, I liked the experience of it so much. I liked the family that we made so much. Like yeah. the fact that Ryder and I were still in touch. I'm still in touch with a lot of people from Les Mis, And that mm-hmm. was the aspect of it. And remember Ryder, I went back. I, I know. Back yeah. You got a second yeah. round. Yeah. I was and thinking I about was that. So thrilled to go back and be with my family. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's always been, and with Alex Mack too, we were filming it in Valencia. We weren't filming it on a, on a, uh, at the studio, we were we were right. sort of separated, um, and so that that was really the part that like, that just becomes your world. Um, and so, I mean, I I mean, I love going to work. So I, I've always loved that part of it for sure, and known how special that part is, especially as an only child. Like, I just I I need I need those people in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I have a very weird question. I want right. to ask. Let's get weird. Recently, the actress Allison Mack, who was a child actor and was most notably on Smallville, was jailed for her role in a cult. And every time it comes up in my head, I have to separate the difference between Alex Mack and Allison Mack. Same. Does that happen to you? Do people come up to you and say, like, tell me about the woman with the cult? And you're like, sorry, no idea what you're talking about. Uh No, that has not. That's not. 
that's really funny. That has not <laughs> since, um, you know, in light of recent events. No, no one has asked me about that. I actually, I mean, you know, Allison and I knew each other. Yeah, we used um, to. You guys need to know Allison, Will? No, you know, I don't just, think I so. Oh, no. we, I knew Allison. It was young actor space. Yeah, also we were in class together. She was so talented. I mean, she's I just, so, she's so I was good. in love with her. I was in love with her. I just had such a crush on her. Pre, this is pre Smallville. But yeah, we used to, she was so talented and such a cool person too. Yeah. 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 When I heard all that, I was like, whoa. Whoa. I know. I talked to her um, for 20 years and look what happened. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the funny, not the funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. Mm. Were you almost in the cult? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I will tell a story that Diane, when I was meeting with her to, to potentially have her be my manager, oh, yeah. she was like, this is before Alex Mack. And she goes, she goes, you know, you and Allison are just too similar. Oh, interesting. Yeah, really? yeah I okay. can see that. Similar and so vibes. that's why she didn't bring, which is good managing. That's like a, I mean, how respect, that's, totally. that's to be respected that she was just like, you guys are going to go in for the same things. Yeah. I'm already invested in her. Um, uh, if you're I'll interested, start, she might take you on now. I, yeah. Now might be a good time to call <laughs> I her. I would love to see, I would love to see her. <laughs> I saw her two months ago. Oh, yeah, Diane, we, yeah, we had the reunion, the Young Actor Space reunion. Was, yeah. And Diane and Judy were there, and I got to sit on, sit with both of them and talk for a while. It was great. It was and uh, and Angie too, Angie mm-hmm. Angie Ellen, right? Mm-hmm. Or what? I I can't remember. She messaged me on Instagram, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. It was she great was, to see everybody. It was crazy. She was one of my teachers. Yeah, I was in New York. I was so bummed I missed that. But yeah. well. So then 10 Things I Hate About You comes along and that movie, though released in 1999, seems just as popular today with Mm -hmm. a whole new generation of people. What do you think has made it so timeless? Uh, Listen, the writing is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, You know, it's, it's Kiwi and Karen who went on to write Legally Blonde and The House Bunny and a million other things. Like they are awesome. And the script was awesome. And, you know, that was a time I, I, I don't think that I was in a position to be super choosy, but there were a lot of teen scripts sort of coming my way. And that was the one that I just latched onto. I was like, I became, I was, I was just like, I'm not, I would not, I will not take no for an answer. And I went in for both characters for a really long time up until the bitter end when they were just like, okay, we, we've decided that like, we're pushing you for Bianca. And I met Julia and she and I read together and I was like, ah, yes, yes, yes. This fits, this fits. Um, uh, even though, I, well, whatever. I just remember when I got to set, I had like pink in my hair. And I was like, see, I told you I was punk rock. And they were like, we have to bleach that out. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> you were still holding out yeah, for this is a hair show. I forget. We can talk about hair here. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, and I think, you know, that's another example of, um, we all really got along. We all hmm. really got, got along and we were, you know, it was a different time. We, no one was on their phone. Like that didn't exist. Yeah. We were in a hotel first in Tacoma and then in Seattle and it was summer. Uh, Joe and Julia and I were all 17. Uh, you know, it was a magical, magical time. Uh, and we were all for the most part, like very invested in what we were doing. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I watched that movie again recently. And aside from a few things that do not age well, but um, it it really does. I was blown away by how much I enjoyed it. (laughs) Uh, I knew that I enjoyed it like personally, nostalgically, but I just, I really enjoyed the whole experience of watching it. Um, Did Gil direct that? That was, was that Gil Younger? It was. Okay. 
I bought his car. <laughs> it's not so strange. <laughs> it's not a small so world. I, I, bought, I bought Gil Young's car. What did you work again. with him on? He was he was directing an episode of TV that you were in? Yeah, what? he did. Um, was it? It might have been Go Fish. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. He did a show after, and he pulled up in this car, and I was like, "I need, I need to buy your car." And I ended was up it buying a convertible? it. Convertible. Like, it was. It was the. It was the. That sounds, uh, that tracks. The Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. <laughs> yeah, but it was. He pulled up, and I'm since the time I was a little kid, I wanted a green Ferrari convertible, oh. and I'd never seen one. And he pulled up and parked it right in front of me. He's like, "I need your car." And we just, yeah, and I bought like, it like yes, a week thank later. God, let me get rid yes, of it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This thing is such pretty a much. Pain yeah. And then I had it until 2020. <laughs> I sold it right before the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I, I want to ask you a Heath Ledger question. Did he always feel like a, just a special, different actor? Uh, um, I try not to. T- I try not to talk about Heath too much anecdotally, um, mm-hmm. because that is, or because it is very real. Yeah. Sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm. that particular loss like collectively and also mm-hmm. anyway um uh yeah short answer yes like mm-hmm. there's there's pe- some people sparkle yeah. yeah yeah he was a sparkler for sure <laughs> i just remember uh, i well, i like i said I'm, i but I, I do remember the first time i met him he like ordered me dessert and i was like <laughs> okay and then i was like thank you <laughs> it was something like he like pushed it pushed it across the table and was like I thought you'd like this and I was like yeah I do <laughs> I do need this Sunday thank you oh my god that's awesome. so sweet we talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us absolutely without Jen Fischel what pictures would we post on our social media but above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code world. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear. So fresh. Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. 
Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So let's chat Boy Meets World. Oh, my God. Were you a fan of the show at all before you came on? I mean, obviously, you're a writer. But did you Huge. had you watched the show? Yes, it was a big deal. I feel like we would gather. I feel like we would gather and watch it. Or maybe, I don't know, Ryder, if you were even a part of that, but the rest of us would. <laughs> it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Um, uh, yeah, and I, was a, and I was a big fan of the show, and it felt it was a big deal for me to be on the show. And yeah. I don't, I was, I was trying to remember. I don't remember auditioning. I'm not quite sure how that worked out. I don't. You must have had you visited the set before you worked on the show. I mean, I, come to we probably came to a taping. Yeah, yeah, you must have come <laughs> to a taping. But I feel like I feel like our writers, and Michael in particular, must have known who you were. And oh, sure. Like, I wonder well, if they just offered this part to you because it was yeah. like, oh, you already had your own show on Nickelodeon, and they sure, knew that we knew each other. Yeah, let's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, there's very few jobs that I've gotten without auditioning, but I, I, I really wonder if this was one of those i mean barbie and sally would probably know mm-hmm. um oh yeah uh yeah but i do it was i'm just thinking and looking at my hair i was like oh i think that must have been like second season of alex mack so mm-hmm. that would have already been happening and probably yeah. been like mildly successful at that point i bet you they they wrote either wrote yeah. this part for you or yeah or as a straight offer after they wrote the part and they were yeah. Like, yeah well now in light of the journal finding this question is even more interesting. What was it like then playing Sean's first girlfriend, writer's first girlfriend on the show, and kind of constant makeout partner? Constant what was that out. like for you? Ryder, have we talked about this? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> that was my what? first kiss. <gasps> Are you serious? Was yeah, it? Like ever? 
ever that's you kissed me during rehearsal though i remember <laughs> but i remember during rehearsal you just went for it i was like oh we're gonna be kissing during rehearsal didn't know any better i was terrified oh my <laughs> god you seemed so confident to me i was like oh i guess we're doing this like okay oh, and we so were just- weird <laughs> it looks so i can't even tell you that i knew this was like i mean and i hadn't watched the episode in forever and i went back in just like oh God, oh God. Yeah. And it's been a couple months so I've had. But uh, yeah, no, all I remember about that entire experience of the first episode at least mm-hmm. was, I mean, because I, I, like I said, it was between first and second season since Alex Mack. I was 14 or 15, but I was a very, very, very young 14, 15 year old. Um, I was a very late bloomer. And then, you know, <laughs> once things sped up, they really sped up. But at that point in my life, like I was a, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You were definitely, and I remember you were, you were more sheltered you know, than like me. Like I remember like me and my brother were way more advanced in certain areas. Yeah. And you, and I remember you and your mom were like, no, no, no. Larissa's I did gonna... exactly what my mother told me yes. to do. I was yes. terrified of her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a good way. In a good right, way. Right, right. No, you were respectfully. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I was yes. like, I, until I wasn't. And then, you know, subsequently, yes. like it all yeah. exploded at a certain age. Um, yeah. I think <laughs> it's healthier to, to sort of. <laughs> um, Wave it in a little bit, but yeah. That's crazy. Okay. That was your first kiss. You, you, because I remember sitting at the rehearsal being like, this is going to be weird because it's Larissa, you know, and we like went to hold hands for the rehearsal and then you just went right in for the kiss. And it was, a, and I was like, oh, this, this is fine. Great. Okay. We're going to be kissing during rehearsal. I didn't know I what I was doing. I know, but you were, I, you seemed so confident to me. I thought like, oh, wow, she is such a like consummate actor. She just wants to do it. And like, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> nope. Wow. Aww. What a bombshell. Nope. I freaked out the entire day because I don't think we did it until the run through. Okay. Um, so I, would, I just remember you, I, I just remember not expecting you to actually kiss me and then you kiss me and being like, oh, wow. Because I didn't know. Yeah, and as yeah, you guys yeah. have talked about, there was no intimacy coordinator. I'm sure nope. like McCracken did his best, but oh, yeah. there was no one sort of talking us through it. And yep. I think for me at that age, I was just like, I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was doing. Totally. <laughs> I know, I watch it, I'm like, oh my God, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> but so I just went like 150 Aww. instead. Yep. I was like, I'm just going to commit. I'm just going to yep. commit. Yep. Um, and then it was fine. And then it was fine once we got over it. But I do remember, I mean, leading up to that first run through. And of course, we're all in school together. And I'm like, how am I supposed to do school right now? <laughs> right. I can't think about anything except writer's tongue. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it's like, and then there's nothing worse than just like sitting, like driving back to the apartment or hotel probably like with my mom, just like, both our moms were there. Both our moms were definitely there. Uh, wow. <laughs> Your, your first kiss was kiss. in front your of first kiss is in front of all these men, people middle-aged men yeah. with scripts in their hands and pencils and looking at you going hmm oh. is this gonna work mm-hmm. it sounds like is, a nightmare is this a good partnership it was no, no, no. it oh, sounds God. like it's a so nightmare weird. oh man <laughs> but you now. have your first kiss on film you have your first kiss ever yeah. it's kind of like you can kind of watch your whole first week well no that was it would have been during but i'm saying like the first week though it's like that's crazy oh so great well, what other memories do so you great. have so from great. being on set? Let's do you make remember? the trauma okay, guys. Let's just laugh about it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, what memories? So what other memories do you have of being on set? Because then you were on set with us for several weeks. Once the awkwardness of the first kiss yeah. is out of the way, then, then it, it has great. to just be more fun, right? <laughs> once yeah. all of that, once all of that was out of the way, I remember having. I just remember having a great time. Um, 
I mean, it's funny the way that you guys talk about or y'all talk about your experience on the show as sort of like not feeling like you were cool or not feeling like it was the cool show. Like to me, it was the cool show. And I, you know, I also was like, I was like, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to flex some acting muscles, which now is also very embarrassing. (laughs) Like the scene, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. It's great. It was so good though. It's so good. good. It's fine. Um, Or no, you mentioned too, Ready, you mentioned the hand acting. I noticed a lot of like behind the ear acting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I, I could feel you and I, we were loving every moment and I could feel that? us, I, I could feel watching it back. I was like, I could feel us just loving the like drama and the like yeah, awkwardness yeah. and like leaning into the like, let's make this as natural as possible. And like, oh, yeah. and so it just ends up being a lot of looking at our hands and rubbing our hands. And yeah, it's, but it's. Great. It's I mean, it, you know, I'd rather that than like very polished sitcom acting. Sure. Like I can tell that we are two young actors who, you know, like thought thought we should be on My So-Called Life or disappointed exactly it's Boy Meets World. Yeah. Yep. Who had probably done a My So-Called Life scene oh, and acting class together. Doing my best My So-Called Life impersonation. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That was what Actually, both for, of us were I thinking. I think like the second season of Alex Mack, I did it through all of that as well. Yeah. Like my best. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> my best approximation yeah. of Claire Danes. And yeah. Yeah, but that's fine. You know, like it's the only way I've sort of been able to keep going as an, is that I can look back on stuff like that and be like, well, I was just in process. I was just yes. in process. I was just yeah. figuring it out. Um, yeah. And it usually is like the scene that you're like, this is it. Um, that ends up kind of being like, oh, that's cute. That That's how yeah. you did it. And then the one that you kind of throw away, it's like, then there's like at the next episode, I can see us having a lot more fun together. Yes, it's yes. so much better. Relationship. They like yes. each other. <laughs> yes. I, I wish there had been more episodes of that. Like just being, yeah. you know, partners together, like in, in situations that are funny. Yeah. I, 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 I felt the exact no, same way. I had a blast with you guys. I, I yeah. mean, I just remember that. I remember that part very, I was like, oh, here we are. Here we are in a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I have a question. Did you know when, when you got Boy Meets World that it was going to be multiple episodes or was it supposed to just be a one-off? I think it was the two, I think it was always the two together. Okay. And yeah. then, the, then the one that they brought. Uh, Everybody back, right? Me and Kristana uh, Logan and um, Lindsay back yeah. for that way. I think, I mean, I don't think that that was ever on anyone's agenda, but I think it was always the first two together yeah. because as you, as you guys know, I've re-listened last night, as you, as you mentioned, like there is, there's a significant amount of continuity between the two. So yes. yeah. 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 They were must've right. always been coupled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they were, I think that was always a plan. And by that time that you were now had done a couple of episodes, we were all pretty close. Larissa, yes. I have a great picture of you and I in a limo and I'm wearing a Hard Rock Cafe leather jacket, and you have on a great striped sweater, and I have no idea where we were going. Probably we the were... Kids' Choice Awards? Because Maybe? the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards every year would have, like, I remember, Larissa, you and I presented at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah. I did it in rollerblades. It's like oh me gosh. on rollerblades and you. In your Jinko jeans. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember. You don't? Well, no. we can probably find it online, but I'm pretty sure you and I are at the podium together, and you're like... Yeah, and but anyway, that was something we would have been picked up in a limo for if we were all yeah, going to the Kids' maybe. Choice Awards. I wonder, wow. I Daniel, wonder if that's what was it the commercial? Oh well, I mean, <laughs> do you think it commercial? was for that though? Oh, we got to talk about Kushli. Can we? We haven't even talked about Kushli yet. Oh. 
It's at night though. And where would we have, where would they have picked us up from? Like, do you know what it might've been? Do you remember that we did that slumber party together at the great oh, mall? Oh yes. It was the slumber party at the okay. great mall. You guys did a slumber party what? at the great mall. What's the great mall? Those are just words you put together. The Great Mall of America, yeah. right? In Minnesota? In, in, Minnesota? in Minnesota. They yeah. flew Why you guys out to Minnesota? There? Yes. It was one of those things. I, well, and that, uh. this could also be like a Judy thing, because I was asking my mom about it recently, and she was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It was something like they had approached me about it, and I was like, I was like, this doesn't sound like something that would be fun to do on my own. Who would bring a friend? What if Danielle came along, too? Right. And what if it's a I few... Girls I'm friends with. You know, I'm just like, I'm like, you can get two of us. Yeah. (laughs) And also we'll have a much better time. (laughs) Totally. So what did you guys do? You sleep on the floor in the mall? What was that? Did you sleep on the floor in the mall? What? We just went and like, I feel like we just went. They had a slumber party. We visited the slumber party. Yeah. We like brought some wars or something like that. And. So odd. It just all sounds so <laughs> weird. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like that might have been a limo situation. Because they yeah, treated you know crazy. You're right, because it's it's also like a bunch of pictures and it, it which could have very well been that we were somewhere local and my mom decided to use this as an opportunity for a little photo shoot for us, but it does <laughs> feel very much like a photo shoot you have when you're on a trip. Like oh, we're okay. in a different location. Like we should commemorate this. Look at us in a limo. In Minnesota at the Great Mall. That is exactly what it was, for sure. Wow. And let's please talk about our Kooshlings commercial. And you mean the documentary memories. that they made about our lives just as <laughs> actors hanging out playing with Kooshlings? <laughs> when you walked into her dressing room and had that conversation? Yeah, it's just totally natural. Totally there, natural. Were just, there just happened to be cameras there? What oh, do you God. remember about that experience? Because I have... I have surprisingly kind of a lot of memories and none of them are of actually really filming it. They're of all the stuff like gearing up for filming it. Do you remember looking at the storyboard? The, like when they showed us the storyboard? I do remember all of us just kind of being like, oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this is what today is going to be. This oh, is what one of these days. Doing. But okay. again, like, you know, the fact that we were in it together i was just like thank god yes <laughs> like that, you know not thank god i mean not that it was so listen it's, it wasn't so embarrassing i mean it's just no. that we were teenagers you know yep. just that we were mm-hmm. teenagers like uh, feeling uncomfortable yeah we're being awkward already and it was just like okay so we're gonna commit to this thing but at least it was you know the three of us in it together and yeah that's and really that- what i remember and actually i have to say this uh last show that i just worked on um, our set decorator came up to me one day and she was like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend and I found this video of this commercial. And I was like, oh God, I know so embarrassing. And she was like, what was embarrassing about it? And I was like, I don't know. It was just so cheesy. And she was like, honestly, it was just really nice to see the three of you together. And I was like, Aww. noted, 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 And I do, it's, it's nice because the three of us are obviously friends in the commercial, but you're right that like my overwhelming memory of the thing is just that the three of us looked at each other and we all shared the same sentiment, which is like, this is so fun together. <laughs> here we, we are, are doing yeah. this together. <laughs> and I'm happy that we're here together and we're doing this. We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? 
But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow. Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she deserves some flowers. You are right. And that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement? Love it. Here's why I like the Books Company. They are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special. And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh... Every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment Professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. Do you remember, Larissa, you and I were, uh, you know, national ambassadors for the campaign for tobacco-free kids? I do. Uh, which was like this huge Washington push for, they were trying to pass some legislation, um, uh, you know, some anti-tobacco legislation. So they, there was this, it was this 
giant, it was like hundreds of millions of dollars funneled into this campaign. And we were like the national ambassadors and they flew us to DC. Wow. We had to like give speeches and like I can't believe I wasn't asked to be part of that. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> why, Will. That's so strange. I was available. <laughs> I shouldn't have been asked to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that's that photo that I sent you, Ryder. I feel like that's from one of those. I sent it to you like a couple years ago because they were asking something for press for a, another mm-hmm. show. And I was like, I was like, oh, I have this. Because I sent it to you for approval. I was like, hey, remember when I was Gwen Stefani and you were a beat poet? And Ryder with like full goatee. Um, oh. I, I think I sent it, but I think that was from a, one of those. Okay. So you were in things. costume and Ryder was Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do you guys do wait do uh, Danielle do you do you guys know that Larissa and I actually did a show we did a pilot together after Boy Meets World it's true. with Jeff Jeff Sherman wrote it Jeff McCracken directed it and Alex Dazer was in it too Oh that's right you did mention that And it was yeah, shot at my house with Larissa <laughs> Right yeah. because that was the only way we could get you to do it Was that what it was Yeah that would make sense cuz oh, we would well, at the time at that time that totally makes sense it's the only way I could do it is I guess we have to shoot it here So yeah. what year was it no, I'm not making. I'm, I want to be clear. I'm not making light of that. I just. I was. I just remember. No, I. I forgot that was the reason that that was. Yeah, hugely yeah, in my like, my anxiety yeah, phase. Well, we, we shoot it at his house, and I was like, "Well, let's shoot at his house then." Oh, that's right. So that's Where I found the photo, Larissa. You and I didn't really work together until later. Because we did voice some voiceover together, and then we did. When did we do voiceover together? Was it? Did you did you do Winks Club? Club? It was yeah. Winks. Yeah, we did Winks. We did Winks for a while. <laughs> And then we did, and we did that pilot. What was the name of that show? Katie Sullivan. Katie Sullivan. That's yeah, because I I wrote that with Jeff and Wendy, or I mean, that's they, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The three of us kind of collaborated on that, um, and it really was, like, yeah, like a Boy Meets World reunion. It was. It was a good show. It was. A, it was fun. Yeah. Honestly, well, like our like I our scenes were really good. In yeah, that. I thought so. Yeah. Like, oh, there's really something here. Well, and also I have such a fondness for Alex too. Like, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. he and I have, wow. I said I was propped out, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I more. Too. Oh, <laughs> oh my full on hepcatcher. I have a hepcat baby tea. Um, yeah, wow, that's the go, most '90s thing ever. I, I love I it. To, I was awesome. a big Scott. I mean, I'm still, I still love Scott, but I was like a huge. That was like my life when I was 16. And so Alex and I sort of like had kept a connection for years before then. We did, yeah, we did this pilot together. Yeah, that was, yeah, we shot at your, I'm trying to remember, there were turtles. Yes, I I owned a, tur- I sold turtles on the yeah. internet or something yeah. like that. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. part of the show. As part yeah. of the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I sold turtles in real life, not, I not on the internet. Really turtles is real life, and I was like, this Trump's pony. That's <laughs> 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 oh, so funny. Oh, man. Now, going back to just some memories, do you have, like, a favorite hangout session like a, ha- a favorite hang with writer story i remember well gosh i mean i don't know writer we've just known each other for so also writer i mean do you remember that i did pepper dennis too yeah of course yeah yeah so yeah, our yeah, third so- job together <laughs> it was doing pepper dennis where i met my wife so yeah, yeah. um they're just Honestly, like most recently, the last time you and Alex were in New York, it was a couple years. It was pre-pandemic. So mm-hmm. you, you think you were both in New York. I think it was her short 
that you were yeah. in Tribeca for. That's great. Yeah. And we did like, we had like a solid hangout. Oh yeah. We stayed late. We, we stayed, stayed up late. late. And I we just remember I was, like, I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is yeah. it. You came out to a screening of her short. It was part of a program um, at Tribeca. And then the three of us and maybe some other people went out for pizza afterwards. And I remember you and I got yeah. into it. Yeah. It was really it a was good really, late that night was a really, yeah. well, Oh, there, there it is. There it is. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you know, they were so pissed that I had the goatee. They were like, why? We wa- we wanted a teenager. We want not a some clean wannabe 21-year-old. Dude, oh. you look a lot like Shiloh in that totally. picture. Totally. Oh, oh I do. wow. I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot like Shiloh in that picture. That's amazing. Wow. Look at your and then isn't bang. there another one? The Easton with like the close We've seen each other through so many iterations, you know, and yeah. it's um, it's always reassuring when. And I mean, I think that this is sort of like. <laughs> look at that! <laughs> we both look so awkward here. <laughs> You're like, does he have to put his arm around me? Does he have to put his arm around me? And I'm like, hey, man. I'm just hey. here. You're, you're just lucky I'm here. <laughs> oh. I refuse to show you my teeth. Oh, right. Or do something about your <laughs> well, hair, I'm dude. Like, and shave. My teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That's the closest I would do to smile. So cute. Come on. It's adorable. <laughs> but isn't that why we're here? You know, isn't that why we're all here? To appreciate yes. the fact that, like, we're still here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're still here and years can go by. And there's just some things you share with people that <laughs> it's all, you can kind of just get right back into it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, isn't that the beauty of, I think now after the fact, I know we all went through our phases of sort of like rejecting this time in our lives, which I think mm-hmm. is healthy Yeah. Um, to need to step away and say, and sort of compartmentalize and say like, that's something that I did before, but now to be able to, embrace it more holistically and just i mean we're all in our we're all in our 40s right yeah Mm -hmm. it's like it's a small miracle that we're all even still here (laughs) and i just i've i've never really appreciated it more that's why it it is the best it is such a great age yeah because of stuff like this that it is Ryder and i had this conversation recently where it is so nice now to be far enough removed yeah. from some of the things we would have called childhood traumas that or that felt, you know, pretty serious at the time to be far enough away from them now to be able to truly laugh at at ourselves and the way and how serious we may have taken something. And it doesn't mean that it was any less significant at the time. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. just being able to have the distance to say perspective. Yeah. Oh, it's it's kind of nice to laugh about that yeah. now. It's it's really it really is beautiful. And you are still acting a bunch now. You're still having <laughs> dream jobs. Like yeah, well, that's Batman. what I wanted to ask about because you you mean you were doing a sitcom with kids, right? Like yeah. you were working yes. with child actors. So what was that like? I mean, how I mean, was it to be on the other side of it? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I have to say, I, th- I have to say that I think that's also a, a huge part of. Um, you know, I'm going to use a big word, uh, and maybe it's with a capital H, I mean, with a capital, with a lowercase H, but that's part of like the healing process of all of this Mm -hmm. is, um, when things come full circle like that, and then you 
get to be in a position where it's like, oh, I might actually have something to impart here. And especially seeing the kids on the show, I actually just Zoomed. Um, The show is called Aaron and Aaron. Uh, We aired on Nickelodeon and now it's on Netflix. We're waiting to hear about a season two. Um, But so I was just Zooming with the, the parents, but then the kids hopped on. And of course, you know, my question is, I was like, I was like, I know we all want a second season, but like, how are the kids feeling? Yeah. I'm very, very curious. Um, and this is my like third time playing a mom. And I've been incredibly, I just, I just love it. I, I've been incredibly protective every time. Like I've yeah. loved all of, I've loved all of these kids that I've, I've worked with because I'm able to see in them. Yeah. Some people don't want to be there. Sure. And it's like, it's like, Mm -hmm. this is a pat, this is a hobby. You'll grow out of it, whatever. But then with some of them, I'm just like, yeah, man, sometimes there's just no other way. (laughs) I'm actually curious to know if you would have it any other way, because I honestly think that like, I can look back and say, I wouldn't really want anything to be different um other mm-hmm. than maybe just i would just be gentler on myself in general yeah yes. <laughs> totally but uh yeah but i see it so when the kids hopped on and then like i sort of asked them and they were like they were like yeah i was like how's school and they're like oh, we're kind of ready to get back to work and i was like yeah there you go yep. <laughs> there you go <laughs> i remember the exact same thing i remember being so ready to get back to school and actually danielle i don't think i realized that you too were in like Real regular school, school. Well, yeah. yeah. Regular school. I didn't realize Jody was, Christine was. Like that's something that I'm like, oh no wonder we sort of gravitated towards each other because yeah. that's something that very few people really understand. Absolutely. Um, and that is such difficult balance, but I wouldn't change it. I'm very totally. glad that I had both. But I was, I was like, ah, yes, I remember this. I remember wanting to get back to school and going for a semester, and then just being like, when are we getting back to work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed. I mean, I'm obsessed with them. So yeah. I, and I, I'm obs- I, I just love. You know, I'm. I have no plans to be a mother in my real life, but I love playing a mom. I love any time. I think it was maybe just towards the end of the season. Um, one of them sort of like quietly approached me and was like, "Well, you know, oh, I'm gonna." Um, I'm actually surprised I haven't busted a tear yet. Uh, she was like, she's like, well, I'm just kind of nervous about, you know, how, what's going to happen when the show airs. And I was able to give her some, I think, solid advice because it's hard to hold yourself back. At least for me, it is. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. want to tell them things all the time, but I have to wait for them to, you know, help approach you. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, exactly. They have to want to anyway. Um, and it was like, it was like, I, I imparted what I could and she walked away and I was like in the makeup trail and I was like, I like held it together. And I was like, after she was out of the room, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Because yeah. I just, I, 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 there are so many elements of this business that are completely magical. And I'll say it again, like that really is one of them. The people that you meet, the connections that you forge, um, the the family that you make that's yeah. Yeah. I'm a lifer absolutely yep. yeah. my final question is totally related to that mm. what would little lame is Larissa think about current adult beautiful Alyssa still working all these decades later and the wonderful human woman you've grown into being <sighs> 
sorry. That's a big, that's a big one. Um, <laughs> I think she's so much smarter than me, honestly. Mm. <laughs> I think she's more just like, yeah, told you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, told you. Yeah. I love it. That's a perfect answer. That's exactly right. Yeah, told you. This is told you. This yeah, is the life I, this is the life I knew you were going to have if you just duh. kept at it. Yeah, duh. Lean in, sister. <laughs> Enjoy that Kushlings commercial. You've got decades more of this, sister. <laughs> oh, Larissa, thank you so much for being here with us and gracing us with your presence. It's always so wonderful to see you. I mean, I said it briefly, but you really are and I kind of joked about it with you in text, but like you really are providing a service. Like Aww. I think I think you understand, but like I just want to mirror back for you that like the ripple effect of this podcast is much bigger than Aww. and I, th- I think you I think you get that, but I just I just wanted to reiterate it that um I think it's just even for those of us who aren't child actors, <laughs> there's something that's just so relatable about, um, well, just about what you're doing. It's important. Yeah. It is. Thank you. It's very sweet. Thank you. It's a little special corner of the world. It's very important. <laughs> thank you. It means a lot to us. Jeez, Writer's emotional, I can tell, so I won't. <laughs> we won't push it I can't believe I get my hat on the whole time. I know. I love awesome. it. It's so cute on you. Thank you, Larissa. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. you. Bye. 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 We need to bring her back to do. Yeah. Uh, well, we should actually. Yeah. I, I, well, we, we should we have the, all three of the girlfriends back for the re, the episode where they all gather for yeah. Sean yes. and do a rewatch Great for that. Great. And we'll do a rewatch idea. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That'd be fun. Yeah. Wonderful. I would I would love that. We could also bring back Larissa and Jody and do a Kooshlings episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> we could just go Kooshlings. frame by frame. <laughs> the entire time. Dog. We should do it while doing it while having a sleepover at the Mall of America. Yes, <laughs> and we can watch Will's show with Larissa. Oh, it was it was fun. See? It was good. I still have it too somewhere. I mean, I think we should we could throw up and Pepper from Dennis that. guys. Yes, we Dennis. could. Just we could. We'll have keep Alex. The content coming. Just be great. keep it going. I really <laughs> like this idea. <laughs> well, thank you all for being here with us for this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, Pod Meets World Show at gmail dot com, and. We have merch. Another crush on Rider Strong merch. Unbeatsworldshow.com <laughs> <laughs> will send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production Danielle Romo. Producer and editor Tara Sudbach. Producer Maddie Moore. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon, and you can follow us on Instagram at PodMeetsWorldShow or email us at PodMeetsWorldShow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves 
and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.